Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning, sis. Bless you. Good morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Morning, my sisters. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Mm, wonderful Lord. Oh, we worship you this morning. We worship you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Hallelujah. Worthy to be praised are your mighty God. We just honor you, Father, as the room feels. Hallelujah. As the room feels, I pray that your presence will fill this place. Hallelujah. I pray, Father God, that, Lord, as the sanctuary, Father God, is filled with different faces, different needs, different expressions of praise. Hallelujah. That your presence will fill this place. Hallelujah. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. Have your way this day, mighty God. Hallelujah. Have your way, almighty God, in this hour of prayer. Lord, let our lips be as the pen of a ready writer, ready to express ourselves to you, ready to give you the glory, to give you the praise and the honor due unto your name. Mighty God, clear our minds. Hallelujah of every distraction, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Clear our minds, clear our hearts, Father God. Enter in. Enter in, Lord. Enter in, Holy Spirit, and have your way. Enter in and have your way. Be blessed, be glorified by our praise, by our worship, Lord. Hallelujah. Father God, we praise you, we honor you. We thank you for another day. We thank you for another day, another chance to worship you, Lord. Another day, another chance to receive your great mercies, almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we present ourselves to you, almighty God, in this hour of prayer. Hallelujah. We present ourselves to you in this hour of prayer. Almighty God, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Almighty God. You are worthy, you are worthy. Hallelujah. I know that if we dig into the depths of our thoughts and our heart, there is something that we can give God thanks for today. He is worthy of our praise today. He is worthy of our praise today. Holy Spirit, Enter in the sanctuary, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Fill this hour with your will, mighty God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. I just want to welcome each of us, including myself, into our daily time of prayer, 6 a.m., EST, prayer, worship, scripture, reading, however the Lord leads, we leave ourselves in your hands, Lord. 
you are welcome. You are welcome with the Restoration House. Have your way, Lord, in this hour. Have your way, Lord, have your way. Take my hands and let them be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Take my mind, my spirit, Lord, everything I lay before you right now. Have your way, mighty God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into our hearts afresh. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for your peace. We thank you for your transforming power. Hallelujah. We thank you, Almighty God, for the empowerment that you give us, O oh God, when we come into your presence. We thank you for the uplifted, mighty God. We thank you, Lord, for the, the covering that you place upon us, Father God, as your people. We thank you for the fellowship of love. And we thank you for the love of fellowship, hallelujah, that has grown organically among us, mighty God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your grace this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in our dry places. Father, your word declares that you are doing a new thing. And we receive it today in the name of Jesus. You are doing a new thing. Hallelujah. Show us how to receive that new thing, Lord, with grace, with gratitude. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We place you, Father God, at the center of everything we say and do, mighty God. In the name of Jesus. Even in this hour, Lord, take control. Holy Spirit, unction and utterance in the name of Jesus. Speak, Lord. Speak to every heart. Speak to every heart in this room. In this, your sanctuary, mighty God, speak to every heart. In the name of Jesus, let our expression of worship be acceptable to you, Lord. Some of us may just groan, hallelujah. Some of us are at the place or in the place where we can open our mouths and verbally just glorify your name. Some of us just have to secretly whisper it in our hearts. Because we've already started our day, but Lord, let our expression of worship be pleasing to you. Father, we thank you for the precious breath of life that you give us each and every day. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, almighty God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. So much to give thanks for. We thank you, almighty God, that, Lord, you've given each of us a voice. You've given each of us a voice. Hallelujah to decree and declare goodness over our lives, to prophesy good things over our lives. I pray we'll begin to exercise that voice. You've given each of us a voice to worship you, Lord. You've given each of us a voice that when we speak, Father God, we gain access to secret places. Hallelujah. 
Let us use that voice to your glory, Lord. Let us use our voice to your glory, Lord. Let us use our voice where it matters, mighty God, to unlock doors. Hallelujah. And to shut doors. By the authority of the Holy Spirit within us, let us use our voice. Let us use our voice. This morning in GMT prayer, I could, I could really feel the anointing as Minister Charlene was saying. She said she could feel the anointing and I could feel the anointing in the room. I'm so thankful that we're, we're using our voice. Hallelujah. To worship. We're using our voice to speak well over one another, to encourage each other, to uplift each other. But most importantly, we're using our voice to declare the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us not be afraid or ashamed to use our voice because this is the season of sound. 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 I don't know why I said that. Holy Spirit, you know. Maybe you want to hear our voice in worship more. Lord, help us, help us. In the name of Jesus. Cause us to speak the things of the Spirit in this season, mighty God. Cause us to declare your word that it will manifest in the realm that we are in, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'll read the scripture again. Well, not really read it, but refer to it, Father God. The, the scripture, John 1, 1. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then again, I always jump to verse 14 and it says, and the word dwelt among us and became flesh. Praise God. The word dwelt among us and became life. Hallelujah. And that life was the light of men. Praise the name of Jesus. I'm paraphrasing the word of God, but it says, we, it says the word dwelt among us. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus that the word would dwell among us richly. I woke up this morning with a specific word for restoration house, um, EST, for all of us, the kingdom, it's for everyone, but I woke up, but I thought today when I come on, I, I just want to encourage someone in this time that I have to use my voice, Excuse me. That as we pray, let us continue to read the word in the name of Jesus. And when I say read the word, open your Bible or, or whether you have it on a device, speak the word into the atmosphere. Because the word is becoming flesh. Hallelujah. The word is becoming flesh. The word is manifesting itself as we read the word of God. Let us read the word of God. I really felt in my spirit that sometimes we gather in, in rooms as, like this and it's not a problem. I'm not, I'm not, you know, judging anyone. I just want to help if I can help. And we hear prayers and we, and we pray together. But there is something deep 
there is something special when the rhema and the logos they are one and when we when they're both in our spirit things happen in the heavenly when we pray when we speak because as i've said for years you can call the devil is a liar the devil is a liar christian jargon but the devil just laughs because he said you call me a liar but you don't know the truth hallelujah get the word of god in us get the word of god in us that when we declare the word when we declare the word the enemy knows what we've what ha huh? hallelujah the enemy knows we know the word is going to manifest come on we need to read our bible read the word of god and from the book of psalm 119 the word of god says how can a young man cleanse his way the word of god cleanses us praise god it says how can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed to the word of god hallelujah we need the word of god in us david said your word i have hidden in my heart that i might not sin against you we push back sin when we know the word of god hallelujah let us read the word of god deal bountifully with us oh god that we may live and keep your word the word of god the word of god we need to have the word of god the psalmist goes on to say my soul melts from heaviness but strengthen me oh lord according to your word according to your word we need the word of god because the word becomes flesh became flesh and dwelt among us the word became flesh and dwelt among us i declare in this season that as we continue to pray and pray the word god cannot resist his word hallelujah the word of god tells us that god has magnified his word above his name and so as we read the word of god and as we as we pray on the word of god god hears his word and and god's hand moves in our situation by his word because god is not a man that he should lie mm the word of god i pray father in the name of jesus that there will be a stirring there will be a stirring in our spirit even when we leave this room to grab your word i pray father god that lord there will be a hunger and a thirsting to know your word to know what you are calling us into to know the path that you will have us to walk through your word almighty god clarity within our heart through your word Sometimes we go on social media and we're just looking for a word, prophetic word here, prophetic word there. If it doesn't line up to the word of God. If it doesn't line up to the word of God. But how will we know unless we know the word of God for ourselves? Read the word of God. Read the word of God in the name of Jesus. receive the word of the lord in the name of jesus our children need to hear the word of god not the opinion of man but the word of the living god 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Help us, Father God, where we fall short of reading your word, where we struggle, where the enemy tries to put a spirit of fatigue upon us and laziness, Father God. Help us, oh God, to shake it off in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. I used this analogy a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. And I went into the scripture again and I was reading it. It's taken from the book of 2 Samuel 23. And it speaks about David and his mighty men. But it also speaks about a particular warrior. Praise God. A particular warrior. And his name was Eleazar, Eleazar, the son of Dodo. And he was one of three mighty men that David, when they defiled the Philistines, you know, and when they were gathered for battle, the men of Israel retreated. Everyone retreated. But the Bible says he arose and he attacked the Philistines. He confronted the enemy until his hand was weary and his hand stuck to the sword. And we know that the sword is likened unto the word in the book of Ephesians 6. The sword is the word of God, the sword of the spirit, the word of God, the word of God. His hand stuck, froze to the sword. And I pray the same prayer that I prayed a couple of weeks ago. May we stick to the word, may the word of God be our sword, be our, may we yield the, the sword in the spirit realm. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God, your word tells us that you will raise up a standard. You will raise up a standard. Yesterday, oh my gosh, I felt the standard being raised. When I came out of this room, after the love that I received, I was strengthened to fight again. And this is what the word is about, the fellowship of the word, the fellowship of the saints. When we're in the word, we will encourage each other, uplift each other, fight for each other in the name of Jesus. So God, help us. Help us, mighty God, to, to dig into your word. And I'm going to read a bit further. It says that the Lord brought about a great victory that day because the man of God held to the sword. Praise God, because, because we in this room held to, on to the word of God. I'm personalizing it now. Because we held on to the word of God, there came a great victory. Hallelujah. And the people returned after him. Watch this. Remember your assignment. Remember your assignment. Keep your eye on the prize. The people returned after him only to plunder. Only to plunder. To take of the spoils, the goodness of that victory. When we cling to the word, it's not just for us. I always say this, I always say this, but it's not just about us. The assignment upon our life is not just about us. 
the Bible says that when when the people when the victory was won, the people returned only to plunder, only to take up the spoil. The goodness of the battle, the goodness of the victory. When we cling to the word, it's that our communities will be changed. It's that our children's lives will be changed. It's that those around us will be affected when we cling to the word, when we cling to the word in the name of Jesus. So I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that Lord, your word will, Father God, as we read your word, we will be encouraged. As we read your word, Father God, families will be strengthened. As we read your word, Father God, we will begin to see clearer. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, as we as we gather together, Father God, even in fellowship, we will come with the word richly dwelling within us, mighty God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let your word. Hallelujah. Let your word increase us. Expand our boundaries, mighty God. Give us territories through your word, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, help us, Father God, to cling to your word. Help us, Father God, to cling to your word, your word, your word. Your word is like honey to our soul. Let your word dwell within us, mighty God. Let your word dwell within us. Father, I give you thanks. Hallelujah. I thank you for the many victories that are to be won because we because we've decided to revive ourselves in your word your word is powerful mighty god your word cuts your word uplifts thank you for your word thank you for the revival that is going to come about because we've grasped your word father god thank you for understanding as we read your word Teach us, almighty God. Let us not let go of your word. There is a prophet in the book of Kings that started his journey by the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. I'm not going to go into that story, too many, too many scriptures. But basically, by the word of the Lord, it says it about 13 times. By the word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord. And the only time he came off track is when he listened to the word of man and forsook the word of the Lord. Let us not base our lives on the opinion of man, but base our lives on the word of God. Your word tells us that we are victors and not victims. Hallelujah. You, your word tells us that we are above and not beneath. Your word tells us that we will not be put to shame. So, Father, we may have experienced humiliating and, and shameful, <laughs> excuse me, things in our life. But, God, we will not be put to shame because the end, the end, the end, the end, the destination, God, hallelujah, we will not be put to shame. Your word tells us, Father God, that you are with us in our uprising and our downsetting in our going out and our coming in. Your word, your word, hallelujah. For every situation, mighty God, there is a word. 
And I pray, Father God, that we will continue to speak your word, that your, your word will dwell among us and become flesh. Your word will become a physical testimony. There are testimonies in this room right now. And there are more testimonies to come. You think you've seen God? You haven't seen anything yet. Hallelujah. I declare that, Lord, because we're going to go into your word at a deeper level, the oil that will be produced in our life, almighty God, our latter shall be greater. Our latter shall be greater. The best is yet to come, Lord, because of your word. Because of your word, we thank you, Father. Thank you for keeping us in your word. Father, your, your, your word declares that the world were framed by your word. Your word is powerful, mighty God. Your word is powerful. Your word is powerful. That's why the enemy wants to shut our mouths and keep our voices low. But today, we declare the word of God into our situations. Every situation in this room, every need in this room, there is a word for you. There is a word for you. Ask the Lord, what is the word you have spoken over my life, Lord? What is the word you have spoken over my life? Jeremiah had a word. Jeremiah had a word spoken over his life from the very womb. Each of us have a word. Read until you find the word that resonates in your heart for that situation. We will not be fearful, Father God, because your word declares that you have not given us a spirit of fear. Your word declares, do not fear, neither be thou dismayed. For I will uphold you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The word, the word, the word. I speak the word over this room right now. I speak the word, it will flow from this room into our homes. In the name of Jesus, when you're at work, sitting at your desk, or if you have a manual job, whatever you do, whatever you do, if you're an entrepreneur, whatever you do, may the word of God flood your spirit today, today, today. You will have a desperation for the word of God. Not just for coming and, you know, just hearing me pray or someone else pray or but there's going to be a desperation for the word of God. I, I feel it. There's going to be an explosion of desperation for the word. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Prayer lives revived. Devotion time with God revived. The word of God flowing fluently through our spirit, through our mouths, revived. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we were created by the word. Hallelujah. We were created by God who spoke and he looked and he said, it is good. God spoke his plan. Let us create man. Let us create man in our own image. And he looked and saw that it was good. 
Father, let your word flow through us. Let your word be abundant in our hearts. Let your word lead us. Let your word guide us. Let your word be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Showing us the way unto righteousness, Lord God. Keeping us on that narrow path. Father God, there are so many distractions. And sometimes we really don't realize when we're being distracted because we've allowed the word of God to sit dormant. But today, Father God, as we pick up our Bibles, our devices, the word of God, wherever you read it from, there will be a strengthening, there will be an encouragement, there will be a leading in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There will be testimony. There will be revelation, fresh revelation, Lord, fresh revelation from your word. In the name of Jesus, Father God, even as John wrote the book of Revelation, because of revelation, because he, ah, uh, the word, the word, the living word. Keep us in your word, Lord, as I ask these things. In the precious name of Jesus, keep us in your word. I'm being really practical today, really practical, really practical, because God is doing something spiritual. God is doing something deep in our lives, and we need to have the word of God in us. We we, we can't be, I always say to, when I speak to um, my brethren, I, I, I always say, don't say amen until I've finished. Sometimes we say, amen, let it be so before the, the sentence is finished. And you'll realize that the theology and the doctrine is off because we don't know the word of God. But we're not a people that's ignorant. And we will not move in ignorance. And we will not pray in ignorance. We will pray with understanding. We will speak with authority and understanding because we have the word of God in us. We will preach with understanding because the word of God is in us. Many times we're saying amen to someone who has studied for days and weeks and, and we just, you know, they've invested that time and they tell us about their relationship with God and we wonder what's happening with us. Get into the word of God. Get into the word of God. Get into the word of God. Father, we thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let us continue to worship. Oh, God, we thank you. Hmm. We thank you and we magnify you. We lift you up, oh, God, and glorify you because you are worthy, worthy, worthy of all the praise, oh, God. You are worthy of all the honor. You are worthy of all the glory, oh God. There is none like you. You are in a company, in a class all by yourself, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for your presence. For in your presence is the fullness, the fullness of, of joy, of, of, of what's needed. I always say that, that every day, when I, the same way when you wake up and, and, and you don't know what space, you don't know what you have need of, God, but in your presence, everything that we have need of exists, oh God. There are some days we need encouragement, God. There are some days we need chastisement. There are some days we need 
direction. There are some days we just need comfort and love, but whatever it is, oh God, that we are in need of, we find it in your presence, oh God. There's some days we come into your presence believing that we know we're seeking one thing and God, you turn us around. You blow our mind, oh God. I thank you that you are a mind-blowing God. I thank you, oh God, that with wisdom and revelation, when you, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes always says that God plays, <clears throat> he flashes as a, it's a, it's a flash because our minds and our hearts can't take the full picture of God. So he flashes us with his divine glory. He flashes us, us with revelation. He flashes himself to us, oh God. And it is in those moments <clears throat> that we, we, we thought that we knew you in one way. We thought that we exhausted the knowledge of you. And we thought that we had, we grasped an understanding of your ways, of your, of your, your heart, of your hand, of those things. God, and you flash something new that not only makes us fall in love with you all over again, but it sends us on another journey, another quest. God, I thank you that every day we quest after you. We seek after you, God, because the knowledge of you is inexhaustible, inexhaustible, God. I thank you, Jehovah Jireh, that um, I think that we said it over and over here, that your provision is so much greater than money. Your provision, God, that we have not limited your limited you to just money. That your provision is, you, that you are our sufficiency, that you are our portion. So every day, God, I wake up to you, to all that is you, that I still don't have any true understanding of. But I wake up to get up, get up. We wake up to find a newer, a new aspect of you, God. It's not new to you, but it's new to us. A greater understanding of your love, a greater understanding of your power, a greater understanding of your might, a greater understanding of your glory, a greater understanding of you, God. And I thank you, God, that even as uh, Pastor Mel was talking about the understanding of the word, that that. Every time we read it, every time we read it, God, there is new revelation. Every time we read it, every time um, when I, uh, I had spoke on Sunday and just the process that God takes me to, to go through to, to prepare a message to bring to you, it, it always blows my mind because my God, I thought I read it that way and I thought I understood it, but you meant this or there was something deeper or something more to it. I find myself, oh God, we thank you that we find ourselves in your word. I thank you, oh God, that this book is not just a, I say this all the time, not just a book of a, of a group of a colorful cast of characters that were written about, but I find myself, God, in Moses. I find myself in Esther. I find myself in David. I find myself in Abram and in Abraham. I find myself in Sarah and Sarah. I find myself in Paul. God, I thank you that your word is where we find ourselves, where we discover not only you, but who, who we are, God, in your word. I thank you as Pastor Mel said, there is a word for every situation that I face, oh God. That all I have to do is ask, open, and seek. And then when I find the word, God, I find another revelation, another version, another understanding of that situation, oh God. So God, when we look at a, something like affliction, 
and the world tells us affliction is a bad thing, that affliction is a punishment, that affliction is because you done, you done something wrong. God, but I understand it with you. I come to know your loving power, your hand, your might, your staying power, your keeping power through affliction. Through affliction, God, you prove me. Through affliction, I grow. Through affliction, I get stronger. Through affliction, your strength is made perfect in my weakness. So God, I, I don't run from it anymore. Then when I go to your word and say, okay, God, what is going on here? What is this? What is the purpose of this situation? Why am I here? What am I supposed to know or learn or grow or obtain or uncover or discover, God? All of that comes from being in your word, oh God. So we thank you, God, as Pastor Mel prayed. I thank you, God, that you're stirring up our appetites that you're stirring up our stomachs, that you're rumbling us on the inside, oh God, for a new uh, desire to read, to absorb, to eat, to chew, to meditate on your word, God. God, I pray for a a, a spirit of understanding, of, of wonder, God. I pray, God, that we do not approach reading your word as if there's as if we know. But I ask, oh God, that you that you give us the spirit of wonder. That when we open the book and we sit down to, to read it, God, that we open, we come in wonder and awe. In wonder and awe, God, in proper reference of your word, oh God. Because it's life. I thank you, oh God, that I can stand over a dead situation or what appears to be dead or what the world says dead or what culture said is dead or dying like the plant Naomi. And I can speak your word to it, not my word, not my understanding, not my preference, not my thought, but your word. And I thank you, God, that your word moves past my limited understanding. And it does what you've purposed it. God, I ask that you give us a desire to interpret, to read, to understand, not to, I'm going to use the word regurgitate. Not that we sound, uh, I talk a lot and I use a lot of words. And a lot of times there are times that my husband's like, babe, less is best, less is best. We, We don't need all that. And I get it. That you, I get it that you are a wordy and you like talking, but sometimes less is best. God, I ask that you give us a desire to, to read your word for us to first get it, to apply it to our life, to apply it to our situation, to really grasp what you're trying to teach us and then pour out. I think that's one of the, one of the I'll say the, the, the downside of social media is that everybody's trying to trend. Everybody's trying to be relevant. As Pastor Mel said, everybody's on social media trying to find a word, a word, a word, a word. Where we share snippets and clips and those kind of things, oh God, but we haven't fully grasped what it really meant. I, I was I was taking a, a, a Bible interpretation class, I think it was last year, and I made a joke and I said to the teachers, the professors, I said that I have been a a scripture murderer for a lot of years because a lot of times I was misinterpreting I was taking what I thought the word was speaking to 
and I was misapplying it. And I said to them, like, I, I said it jokingly, I said, but I've been a scripture murderer and I'm, I'm going for parole now because I really want to understand, God, what did you mean by that when you said that? Why did you do that? Why did that happen? Why? Like, I, I want to know what you, what, what you had in mind when you wrote it, God. Because I can, I, I can think that I'm speaking life over something and I may really be speaking death. I could think that I'm, 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 I'm encouraging someone or speak, and I could be speaking the total opposite. I told you guys the story of, um, I used to be a Head Start director and I had a, uh, I had a, a Hispanic population, a Central American population, a migrant population of families that would come to my school. And um, there was a little girl named Gabriella who used to leave her book bag in her cubby every Friday. And um, I wanted to know how to tell Gabriella that, you know, I wanted to say it in her language. I meant well. I wanted to speak her language because I wanted to, her to feel that learning her language was important. Um, so I went to Google and I put in, Gabriella, you left your book bag in the cubby. And Google gave me an interpretation of it. And I, and I, can't, and I, I spent all week long practicing that statement over and over with, with, you know, rolling my R's and understanding, you know, all of those things, putting my, you know, accents and, and those things and, and, and whatever, trying to, trying to not uh, apply the English dialect on Spanish, on the Spanish language. And I thought I did a really good job. So Friday comes, once again, Gabriella leaves her book bag in her cubby and I run to the gym, I grab the book bag and I run to the gymnasium. And we used to, we, um, we were, our school was inside of a church and the church had a big gymnasium that we dismissed all the kids from. So I go and we had a microphone and I grabbed the microphone and I said, Gabriella, Gabriella. And I repeat my, my statement. And all of the kids start laughing. And Gabriella turns around and she marches over to me and she snatches the book back from me. And she tells me, Miss Bebe, no Espanol. No Espanol, English only. Because basically what I said was, I said using the, I'm gonna say the Philadelphia, the, the US version of Spanish. What I said was, Gabriella, Gabriella, you left your diaper bag in the cubby. And I made all of her friends and all of the kids believe that Gabriella was a baby, so will it wear a diaper and Gabriella was five. My intention was well, I meant well, but I made a whole mess. Luckily me and Gabriella made up and she forgave me, but it taught me that, that this idea that, that, that the, the quick way or the interpretations or as, as Pastor Mel said, the, the Facebook uh, interpretations or the, you know, the you version thick posts that we put on you, uh, 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 Instagram and all those things that really the only way that I can truly understand the word is that I can't Google it. That I can't um, rely on somebody else's interpretation, though they may mean well. That the only way I get it is that I go into it for myself. I thank you, oh God, that we don't live in a world anymore that we have to wait for a priest to interpret. And in, in, in Islam, I, I tell you guys all the time that my grandmother, when I was younger, my grandmother made us take Arabic lessons, all of us, the girls and the boys. It was eight of us that were together. Because my grandmother said, I'm not raising ignorant children. And she said to her, us, the girls, she said, you, it'll never be a day that you'll ever have a man you have to interpret the word of God for you, that you will know it for yourself. So every Wednesday afternoon, we took Arabic lessons to learn to be able to read the Quran, to know what the Quran told us versus what a man told us based on what he wanted out of it. 
she was adamant about that. That it was important that you could understand the word of God for yourself. That you knew what it said and what it didn't say. Because in your ignorance, people will take advantage of you or misuse you or put you in places that you don't belong. So although I'm worshiping the true and living God right now, I can still hold on to my grandmother's uh, adamant stance on that. That I need to understand what God is saying. And God has made it available to us. That we don't have to go to a priest or a prophet or a pastor. We don't have to do any of those. We, we go to receive, to be fed. But if we can go into it ourselves, not that prophets and priests and apostles are not necessary because they are. But every good pastor or teacher will always tell you, go back and read it for yourself. Go back and read it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. So me as somebody who you hear speak on Sunday e-service, don't go back and read it for yourself. Don't take my word. Although as Pastor Mel said, we spend hours and days and, and those, those I, I spent nights and days and weeks trying to get an interpretation. And I, I'll tell the story of this. Um, and I shared with Pastor Manfred, I was working on this. God started downloading much that I gave, gave on Sunday about three weeks ago. He starts to download bits and pieces of it. To me three weeks and I kept I would jot things down and that's how it works God will put in I say something about a scripture in my head and I said okay I'll write it down and then he slowly gives me pieces of it to try to put pieces together so I get a piece this day and a piece that day and a revelation this day and a revelation that day and and, and that since and this week I had a plan I had a plan that um, I'm, I'm, I'm on a detail. I'm deployed to a, an assignment that has been really busy. And this week was kind of quiet. So I said, oh, great. This week is quiet, God. I think, as, as Pastor Mel said, I think I, I think I got it. I put the amen. I said amen. And I thought I had it. I thought I had the message that he wanted me to deliver. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to get it done and I'm going to finish it by this day. And I kept trying to put it together. And no matter how hard I did it, it wouldn't come together. So for me, I write, I'm a handwriter, so I have to write it out first. I write it all the way out. I got to write it by hand on these little dotted pieces of paper with pencil first. And when I'm done, the way that I know that I'm done is that I stop writing and then I can go type it. And I kept trying to do it all week later and it would not come together. The points didn't make sense. I couldn't make sense of it. It wouldn't flow together. There was something missing. And I kept saying, God, I know I heard you. So it's not that I didn't hear you. I know I heard you. But this is not working. Something is off. And it got so bad, I started to say, well, Pastor Manfred, let me email Pastor Manfred and maybe see if I can switch with somebody for another Sunday because something is wrong. And I think Friday, I got to a point, I said, okay, God, it's nine o'clock. I'm exhausted. It's obvious what I'm trying to do is not working. I'm missing something. So I'm going to stop trying to put this together my way. And although I'm really tired and I'm ready to go to bed, I'm going to sit here at this, at this desk and I'm going to, I'm going to do it your way. And in about four hours, God downloaded everything the way he wanted to. And then more, more importantly, there was revelation that I didn't get the first time. That in those last four hours, out of three weeks versus four hours, I got it all. And he put it all together. And there were things that I didn't understand and I wasn't seeing the right way when he first gave it to me. That I finally got at the end. And as I was writing, it was getting, I was exhausted when I started, but I started getting energy again. And I, those who don't know me, I, I dance and talk to myself when I prepare a message. Like, yes, God. Oh, that's wonderful. That's amazing. Oh, God, I didn't see that before. And my husband just kind of, you know, my family know what I'm like to let me go. 
But it was because I kept trying to put it, I kept trying to say amen before he was finished because I thought I got it. God, for every amen that we've spoken in the understanding and the application of your word, God, we repent. But every time that we thought that we understood, every time that we we got, and I, I, I'm going to use the word cocky, not in a bad way, just the it's it's a confidence that you that you get when you when you when you when you get it. When you ask God for revelation and He answers you, when you ask God for wisdom and He answers you, when you pray a prayer and it works, there sometimes it's a confidence that we build up that makes us feel like, okay, God, I really I'm really doing this. But Lord, let never let that confidence be so strong and so loud that we rely on it instead of relying on you. Let all of our confidence, oh God, be in you today, oh God. Be in the power and the might of your word that anything we get, any understanding, any revelation, any prayer that we deliver, any word that we that we deliver, anything that we do on behalf and in your word, God, let the confidence and the, and, and the glory go to you, oh God. Let it never be that we think that we've gotten it so much so that we don't have to come back to the book that we fully exhausted, that we fully understand it because we don't. So every day, God, we wake up with a desire to be in your presence and a hunger for your word. The same way nobody says, I don't have to eat breakfast today, Tuesday, because I ate breakfast last Tuesday. Nobody says that. And if they do say that, you know that there's something wrong. They're anorexic, or believe, believe me, because anybody who doesn't eat on a consistent basis is a, it's problematic. Your system wasn't built for that. God, let our desire to 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 inter, to to not only read but to meditate, to chew on, to sit in, in and on God, the difficult passages. The passages, the, the, the things that rise. Some, I think sometimes people are, are are afraid because there are difficult parts. And when I say difficult, I don't mean difficult in the sense of bad. I mean difficult in the sense of understanding. Like, God, why? I, I don't understand it. It, it. it makes me uncomfortable. So, God, I ask that we begin to wrestle this year. Wrestle with the word knowing that you win and that we get understanding. Wrestle with the word, wrestle with the parts that we thought we understood. Wrestle with the fact that we got it wrong, we misinterpreted. Wrestle in the, with, with the fact that as Pastor Mel said, we put, we, we put an amen when you weren't finished talking. Wrestle that we had limited understanding. Wrestle that we didn't, just wrestle with all of it, oh God. And may we never stop wrestling with your word, oh God, because your word always is changing us. It's always, it's always rearranging, as I say, rearranging our furniture. It's always going in and shaking things up, oh God. The same way, God, that we don't rely on the wisdom where if, if some of us are in our 40s and if we still thought like we were, if we still thought and acted the way we did when we were 10, it would be problematic. Let us not rely on old revelation and old understanding, God, but let us seek every single day. God, reveal something new about yourself in your word. I want to know you anew. I want to know you are fresh. I want to have that same enthusiasm that you had when I first got saved and I opened the book and it spoke to me. I thank you, oh God, that your word speaks to us. 
it speak to us, it speaks to us, God. We thank you for the desire, for the hunger, for the pursuit, for the wrestling, for the uncomfortable, for the for the for the uncomfortable, the purposeful pauses, for the time that we have to read a scripture and put it down and walk away and and have a conversation with you about it and come back and pick it up again and all of that. God, I thank you for that process. Because for me personally, it's the best feeling in the world. God, we thank you. We bless you. We magnify you. We thank you, God, that we find us in your word. Let us never, ever, ever settle for anything less than what your word says we can be. It is in your name we pray. We say amen, amen, and amen. This is the 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Restoration House, this is a sanctuary of God where we have scripture reading and prayer and worship, oh God, where we come together on behalf of the nations. We pray on behalf of the nations or communities or one another. If you were here yesterday, you know that we we encourage each other. We wrap around each other when we encircle, we, we lift each other up. We do everything for each other. So I want to ask right now, does anybody have, is there anybody that has a prayer request, a word of wisdom, a testimony, something that they want to share? Please raise your hand and I'll bring you to the stage. All right. If you're not able to get a prayer request to us at this very moment, there's a few ways you can. So first of all, it's the back channel. In your bottom right-hand corner, there's an arrow. Um, if you hit that arrow, it'll take you to the back channel. You can send a message to myself or Pastor Mel, Pastor Shida, Pastor Manfred, Minister Nicole, Minister Lavetta, Minister Felicia. Um, it's a few of us. Um, Lady Z, let us know how we can be of service um, to you. Um, you can let us let us know whatever way it is. I will also let you know that what you share with us is confidential unless you tell us, you guide us how. So, for example, if you have a prayer request and you don't want us to use our name, your name or whatever it is, if you want something, you want us to pray in the back channel, not on the floor, however it is, just let us know and we will uh, do our absolute best to honor your trust and honor your belief in us. Um, I want to invite you to follow the Restoration House. If you're not, there is a greenhouse above Pastor Mel's head next to the, the title. Um, as Pastor Manfred says, the house is small, but the people in it are mighty. If you hit that button and follow us, you'll be notified every time that we are in the room. We are in the room three times a day, 6 a.m. GMT, which is 1 a.m. Eastern Standard. This is number two. And we'll be back 6 a.m. IST, which is 7.30 p.m. EST, 12.30 a.m. Um, GMT. I say this all the time. The faces may differ like when you may see different faces on the stage you may hear different voices and accents but we are all united in one mission we have one focus and that is uplifting jesus it's always about jesus everything we do is about jesus so though every room may have a i say a different flavor we all have one mission because we're different people different faces one mission if you are interested in um learning more about us we are um, we also have a uh, Bible study uh, on Thursday, e-Bible study, where Pastor, Pastor Shida has been teaching a 
powerful teaching on prayer and that's Thursday, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Uh, GMT time via, uh, via Zoom. If you want to know more, let us know and we'll get you the information. Also, if you are interested in co-laboring with us, if God has laid on your heart the desire to pray, and I, I, I say this to, somebody, to you, everybody every time, if I told you this time last year that I wasn't, that if you asked me this time last year, you said to me, I mean, one day you would be praying six, sometimes seven days a week, I would have laughed in your face. If you heard my message on Sunday, I'm a fast talker and God in my mind and what I was told didn't have any plans. All of my gifts were non-talking gifts. So the fact that you hear my voice and you hear me and the fact that sometimes you can understand me is only because of the glory of God. So if you feel the nudging on your heart, Pastor Mel has, has preached, I think, uh, was last week about the nudging. If you feel a nudging on your heart um, that God is calling you to pray, it doesn't have to be every day. You could pray one day. If God is calling you to pray, please send us a message on the back channel so we can share a form and we can find, get more information from you. Um, again, here in Restoration House, we, as Pastor Manfred says, there are no little eyes and big eyes. And in, in God's kingdom, I say God does not have a call ID, does not listen or receive prayers from pastors or evangelists or prophets faster or more. God receives when you when your heart is pure and your worship and spirit and truth. That's the only qualification that's needed. I want to say God bless you. And I want to say thank you for coming. I invite you to come back to bring people. If you know people throughout the day that just need a prayer. You can also ask, share information with your friends so they can hit us up on the back channel. And they're always welcome to jump into any of the rooms that we have. We say, God bless you. I always say this again. We are stronger because of you. Yesterday was an example um, of how, you know, one of us, one of one of the one of the, the part of the body needed help. And I said this yesterday that when a body, the way that a body is truly designed to work is that when one area hurts, all of the body hurts. And the body rallies around that one hurting area to, to minister to it, to, 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 to love it, to, to fight on its behalf. So yesterday was an example that when one of us hurt, we all hurt and we all jumped in together and you encouraged. There was, and again, that wasn't just our voices. Your voices, you came up and you encouraged and you prayed and you prophesied and you declared and you shared your testimony. God, I, I said this on Sunday, and I'm going to say it again, as in Luke 19, 31, when, God, when Jesus told the disciples to go get the cold instead of they ask you why, tell them that the Lord has need of it. The Lord has need of your voice. The Lord has need of your, your gift. The Lord has need of your prayers. There are people here. I say this all the time. Your voice is a key. And there are people here whose destinies, whose lives, whose whose purposes will only be unlocked when the right key speaks to them. So if you feel a nudging in, in your heart, if you feel a nudging in your spirit to partner with us, to join us, please hit us up in the back channel and we'll provide an orientation and we'll go from there. I just want to say God bless you and thank you. Before I close the room, I want to read a blessing over you, Jude 1, 24. Now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Oh God, we thank you for these, your people. 
We ask for travel and mercy, oh God, for those, whether they're starting in the middle or ending their day. God, we thank you that you are a respecter of persons. God, that you don't, you have no preferences, oh God. So although that you might have only heard audibly two voices God, in this room, God, you heard every voice that was speaking, every prayer that was offered, every petition that was raised, every person that cried out on behalf of somebody, every person who interceded, God, you heard it all. And we thank you that you honor every voice, that you are no respecter of titles in that sense, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you heard the heart cry and you have already responded to the desire and to the stirring and the hunger of your word, oh God. We thank you for your revelation that you are pouring out, God. And we know that if we leave this room, we never leave your presence, oh God. So we'll meet you in your word. That each and every person today, God, will meet you in your word. And in your word, they'll find you. They'll find hope. They'll find answers. They'll find direction. They'll find guidance. They'll find comfort. They'll find peace, God. They'll find you in your word, oh God. We thank you, oh God. We thank you for this sweet, sweet hour of prayer. We speak blessings over every person. Your shalom over every person, God. And to be your will, God. We'll be back here tomorrow, same time, same bat channel. We say thank you for these, your vessels, these, your gifts. These are brothers and sisters of Christ. And I say amen, amen, and amen. We say we love you. Say God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bring somebody back. Share. Um, I'm not sure if you know, but in the bottom corner, you're able to share the room on a different platform. So on YouTube, I mean, on Facebook and Instagram, I mean, uh, Facebook and Twitter, share, share, share. Anybody you know that may be encouraged that need a prayer, please share. You say thank you. And on that, I want to say have a great day on purpose. And I'm going to close the room in five, four, three, two, one. Have a great day. Bye-bye.